Will you pray with me? May the words of our mouths and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable and pleasing in your sight, O God, our rock and redeemer. Amen. Jesus was an incredible preacher. He could say so much with just a few words. And one of his teachings that we hold most dear is that small steps, though seemingly insignificant at the time, are consequential. Though the smallest of all the seeds, the mustard seed, grows to be more than 6,000 times its size. A now prominent tree in the garden, it provides shade from the heat and is a resting place for the birds of the air. Like mustard seeds, every step that we take to care for creation moves all of us towards a healthier and more sustainable future for us and for all the world's children. This morning, some members of the Climate Crisis Task Force will share some of the steps they've taken, big and small, at home and at work, as individuals and families and together in community to live out the central conviction of our faith that the earth is God's and all that is in it. And we are called to be stewards, good, caring participants in this great interconnected creation. My Christianity obliges me to care for God's creation. Leviticus 25 tells us, the land is mine and you reside in my land as foreigners and strangers. I'm reminded that we are simply tenants here and must behave as a respectful house guest would. As a steward of the earth, I'm compelled to protect all living things, the weather, and the processes. Professionally, I am a sustainability manager for an international general contractor, supporting their commitment to reduce greenhouse gas emissions and water on on-site construction by 50% by 2030. On projects, we support decision-making to provide for long-term livability, resiliency, and sustainability of buildings, increase our expertise in green technologies, environmentally efficient processes, and embodied carbon. We use LED temp lights for all of our temporary lighting. We divert a minimum of 75% of all of our construction waste from landfills and have a national no idling policy on all sites. At home, not only do we recycle, I try to reduce waste by using soap, solid shampoo, and laundry sheets to avoid the heavy plastic bottles. When I can, I purchase products that contain recycled or renewable products, like our paper towels, tissue, and trash bags. We compost in our backyard and curbside. We have a garden that produces nearly all of our produce in the summer months, draws pollinators, and provides natural beauty to our family and neighbors. Hi, I'm Steve Morgan. As we know, the climate crisis is having a catastrophic effect on God's wonderful creation. And we, as children of God, are entrusted with protecting his earth. Liz and I wanted to do more and go beyond recycling. We've settled on three actions that climate experts agree do make a difference. We get our electricity from 100% renewable energy. We compost and we've significantly reduced our consumption of red meat. I want to read you a statement from the research director at uh, project, nonprofit Project Drawdown. 
eating a plant-based diet is the most important contribution every individual can make to reversing global warming. Liz and I pledge to be stewards of God's earth by developing a consumption conscience where we question our purchasing decisions of do we need it, do we need it now, do we need it new, how is it packaged, and how will it be disposed of. Please join us in protecting God's earth. Hi, I'm Shana. Um, I want to tell you a little bit more about how I became passionate about climate change. When I was in high school, a series of really terrible hurricanes hit New Jersey where I lived. Um, and in one of them, the storm caused a transformer to blow outside our house, which in turn caused an electrical fire in our house, and we lost a chunk of our home. Um, it was really devastating and um, I realized at that point that stories like mine are going to become the stories of more and more and more people across the world, and particularly those with the fewest financial resources to recover. Um, and the important thing is that this isn't inevitable. So I bike and I take public transit everywhere I can. Um, I eat vegetarian and I compost, um, and I advocate for policy change wherever I can. So. I'm pledging to be a steward of God's creation by devoting as much of myself to combating the climate crisis as I can. When I think about caring for creation, I think about my papal. He's a farmer back in rural Tennessee. I think about his life and the life of my mother and her siblings and the reality that it's a life that demonstrates what it means to exercise dominion over the earth in a way that's intentional, that's responsible, that's life-giving and sustaining. I think about what it means to raise cattle, to raise vegetation, and then to use the products of that labor to support oneself and one's family. I think about what it must mean to really follow God's call to care for the earth and all that is in it. In addition to that, I also think about my own upbringing in Knoxville and the reality that no matter what direction I turn in my hometown, I see mountains. I see that close to me. It's literally a 40-minute drive, an embodiment, the living proof of God's great design and of the beauty of this earth. And then I recall that just two hours away, Mountains in that same range are having their tops removed in pursuit of resources for energy. And so at once I see the tension between the lives that humans want to live and the lives that we are called to live. Only one of those two things can win. I choose creation. And so I pledge to be a steward of God's creation by doing what I can to educate myself about the realities of the climate crisis that is upon us, by working with my friends and family to ensure that they are caught up and educated too, and by supporting legislation, both local and national, that holds corporations responsible for the actions that they are taking, in addition to being aware of my own individual actions as well. I have the opportunity to think every day about climate change. I work with a small group of people, policy experts, who develop frameworks, solutions, and analysis about climate change, thinking about how we can 
meet our goals um, and reduce emissions across the entire country. Um, now, back in June, um, my company realized that we weren't doing enough um, to address racial inequity. And um, a group of analysts and myself got together, developed a framework to start thinking about how can we systematically understand how marginalized populations are disproportionately affected by climate change. Um, and so we developed a framework, uh, we presented it to leadership, um, and we're starting to implement it on some projects. Um, but it is, it is really challenging because as we saw in Texas, um, when the power went out, low-income minority communities were the first to lose power and they were the last ones to get it back on. Um, and um, this, has, this is seen everywhere uh, across the effects of climate change. Um, low-income minority communities will be on the forefront of the damage and they'll be the last ones to see a recovery. Um, so seeing this, Old South has informed my faith about how I can connect my work to advocating for marginalized communities, um, the importance uh, of that. And um, on this Creation Sunday, I pledge to be a steward of God's creation by advocating for those who are most affected, and most vulnerable uh, to climate change. How has the climate crisis impacted your life? Are you trying to help your workplace become more eco-conscious like Caroline? Or perhaps you're increasingly aware of the intersecting challenges of the climate crisis and its impact on marginalized communities and communities of color. Are you taking steps like these folks to be more conscious of what you consume, reduce your energy usage and protect the environment? When we take action in these ways, we come to embody that invaluable connection between what we believe what we say, and what we do. It helps us to reconcile the teachings of our faith with our lived experience, such that we are more active participants in the shaping of our beliefs, our sense of calling, our lived discipleship, and our articulation of God's hopeful vision for our future. Our climate action strengthens our connection to God through creation, and our faith strengthens our commitment to speak and act for the earth. The Climate Crisis Task Force has developed a new tool to help each of us think about small steps we can take to promote a healthy climate. I invite each of you to take a look. Pat yourself on the back for steps you're already taking, and maybe find inspiration and a few new ideas. You can find the link to the Small Steps survey in the comments section of our worship service today. It will also be in the e-newsletter for the next few weeks. We would love to see everyone take this opportunity to take a few more small steps to care for the earth, because we know that our actions, even if they are as small as a mustard seed, together can grow branches that reach to the sky and create a new, greener future for all creation.